Bitches, bitches, they off in my mentions They could get stitches, uh Come with me, conjure a spell and I grant all your wishes I'm wishing hell on you bitches Demons and witches and bitches, they off in my mentions They could get stitches, uh. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Demons, Witches, and Bitches, the podcast I am your lovely host, Witchy Boy Pop And I am here with my partner in crime, Josh. Hello. Hi. Hi. Handsome. Hi. <laughs> so we decided, well, I decided to create this podcast in order to talk about interesting subjects in the horror genre. Yeah. And the horror community. You're super passionate about horror and you definitely wanted to have a space to talk about it. Yeah. And bring other people into the conversation. Definitely. I want to hear what other people think about horror and kind of what that means to everybody. I think everybody has their own unique experience when it comes to horror. Yeah, me too. So, and I asked you to be a part of this because I know you love watching horror movies with me. I do. I can't watch them on my own. Yeah. I I can sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, no, I'm going to wait until you are ready. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, this podcast is just, it's dedicated to the horror genre and exploring those different spaces. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good to me. So for the first episode, I wanted everybody to kind of learn who we are as hosts. Yeah. What are our backgrounds, what we enjoy in horror and to do that, I decided to make a list of my ABCs of horror. Yep. And ABCs and one, two, threes. <laughs> yes, we do. We did add the number category because you made a really good point of, hey, there's numbered yeah. titles as well. Yeah. And I said, yeah, let's just add like zero through nine. Pick one that's like your favorite with a number in it. Yes. So, so yes, this is going to be that list and i i just think as the listeners i hope that you guys kind of get to know us a little bit better we're gonna take a moment maybe talk about each one a little bit kind of why we enjoy it maybe like our favorite moments or just something that comes to mind absolutely so tuck in get ready and here we go so let's start with the numbered one is that okay oh yeah let's start with numbered Okay, so I chose Tin Cloverfield Lane. Okay, yeah, it's a really good movie. I love that movie. It really surprised me because I haven't seen the original Cloverfield. You haven't, and I do want to show that to you sometime. Yes, I do want to watch it. Uh, But so going into this and seeing this story, I already knew what Cloverfield was about. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering, okay, what does this have to do with the original story yeah i this this movie kind of came out of nowhere yeah there was like a little bit of marketing but then uh but it wasn't super serious and then just hearing the reviews it had john goodman in it uh is it mary elizabeth winstead or something like that mary elizabeth something she was in the new birds of prey film i'm gonna say yes yeah Whoever played Huntress, yeah. If we're I apologize. Wrong, I just definitely yeah. remember John Goodman. Yeah. And he he just delivers a, a a magnificent performance. Yeah, it's super it keeps you on your on edge the entire time. Yes. Just his character, you're not sure like where he's coming from, what his you goals are, are. 
the entire you know, time. Everyone in the movie seemed seemed tense around him. Just just a very yeah, yeah uncomfortable feeling. Um, for my number or for my numbered movie, I did thirteen ghosts. Love that movie. I do. I really enjoy it. It's so much fun. And this is the remake. The remake. Okay. The remake. And I really liked it because, like, the whole house is, like, like a tomb for these yes. ghosts. Each place in the house is different. I like how it, like, each part of the ritual. Yeah. It moves and does yeah. something different. It's like this it, weird clockworky house. Yes. I really enjoyed it. I loved all of the... All of the ghosts had different... They looked different. Yeah. I really liked how different they made each of them with the makeup. Yes, exactly. And the performances. Yeah, it was very... Um, Luigi's Mansion. Like, specific stories that went along. Yeah. With the ghosts. Exactly. So that, it was super the fun. The dark... Uh, astrological chart or something like that yeah um for a i chose annabelle creation very good i just really liked that movie it was much better over the original yes i def when we watched it because i watched both of them with you and i hadn't seen them before that and i really did like uh annabelle creation over it just had a the better first one. story yeah the first the first annabelle just felt a little like something it, was lost in there that it they was were very rosemary's baby as yeah. well there were great scary moments specifically with the demon mm-hmm. that is haunting annabelle yeah but creation really expanded upon that yeah and tied it in a little bit more to the conjuring universe definitely so what about Um, you i did army of darkness okay and i i'm just a huge fan of the evil dead series i i like the character of ash and i like the way they set up the storytelling and stuff and i like that comedy mixed with horror horror. and i think that um Definitely Army of Darkness is a, is a lot sillier than probably the other ser- movies in the sure. series, Evil Dead 1 or Evil Dead yeah. 2. But I think it there's a lot of really creepy moments in it. Right. Um, there's like a moment where Ash, he, he has like a, a second part of, or a second ash, like, oh, come yeah, off when of he him. splits apart. And then there's like tiny ashes, and one yes. of them, like, climbs into his mouth and he drinks hot, boiling water yes. to kill it inside of him. And just some really creepy moments. Yeah. Mixed in with, like, a little bit of slapsticky comedy. Right. So. And I mean, Bruce Campbell is legendary. Yeah. And very charming. He is a very charming actor, and I, I think. He said that that character is nothing like him, sure. but man, does, does he play that character very so well. well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for B, I chose Bride of Chucky. Okay. I would have, ch- there's a couple of other Bs, uh, maybe like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. I love, I love the series. I love the movie, uh, even though they're kind of separate, kind of. 
I just love how it, it it's like, yes, it kind of existed, but no, it didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and But I love Bride of Chucky because it it still scared me and still scares me, mostly because I am very scared of dolls. Yeah. Chucky in particular. Yeah. But it did make me kind of fall in love with Chucky. Mm. Even though I was scared of him. Yeah. Because, yes, it's got that slapstick humor and yeah. all of that. But he's still... Menacing. Uh, yeah, very menacing in my opinion. And so, yeah, that's that's what I chose. I really loved the addition of Jennifer Tilly mm-hmm. and bringing in Tiffany. Jennifer Tilly is a great actress. I, I know. I wish she... It was such she, a great role for her. I wish she got more work. Me too. You know? So, yeah, no, I I really think that that's a great film. I think it kind of, it also, like, reintroduced Chucky. Yeah. Because it had been about ten years, I think, since the, since three had come out. Okay. Before Bride came yeah, out. Yeah, I had no idea that it had been that it long between the really movies. It had been a really long time. I could be wrong, but I swore that it was, like, 2001, something like that. Mm. So... Very cool. Yeah. Um, I did Beetlejuice. Oh. Uh, I yeah. really like Beetlejuice. Um, I love that movie. It's got some super creepy moments in it. Yeah. Um, I really, the snake really scared me. Not the sand snake, but the... But the stairwell the beetle, snake. Yeah, the Beetlejuice yeah. snake. Um, I think Michael Keaton was great. So it. funny. And you wouldn't... Yeah. If you didn't know it was Michael Keaton, you I don't may think you would really never know. Yeah, you know, I always forget that it's Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah, in that role, I always think it's the other actor who was like the president in Independence Day, Bill Pullman. Yes, Bill I always Pullman. think it's him. Yeah, I think when that's Alec name. Baldwin looked, he looked a lot like Bill Pullman when in that young. role. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, no, I love that movie. There was quite a few creepy moments. Yeah, I think some of the ones that really stood out with me were, like, definitely when they were, like, changing their faces. Okay. Like, when I was younger, that really, like, freaked me out. When the two main ghosts, like... Yeah, yeah. like, he sticks his hand up into his Uh, head and, like, pokes it out like a turkey face. And and then then she pulls out, like, her... She pops her eyeballs out and stuff. (sighs) Um, That was super creepy for me. That was creepy, Yeah. Uh, how about your C? So I chose The Conjuring. Okay, yeah. It was either going to be this or Child's Play 2. Because that's that's probably one of the scariest Chucky mo- movies for me. Okay. Mostly the school scene. Yeah, where she's like in the closet? or the So he's scene. in the closet and the teacher thinks it's Andy. And she opens the door and he injects air into her. Oh. With one of the basketball pumps. But it's when he's walking out with the ruler that, first of all, they used practical effects. Yeah. So there's that. But it, it was such a close-up shot and he's coming and he's, lean, you know, he's got this... Ugh. I know, I feel like I should put that as my C, but the reason why I chose The Conjuring is because it has everything. There's yeah. moments where it is just normal family stuff you know but then there's this this story about this witch and all these ghosts yeah and it's just the the 
clap game. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. That was really, uh, that was really cool and creepy. Yeah. They used that tension. Very well. Really well. And then the, the Warrens, the actors who play them, Mm -hmm. play them so well. Yeah. And very, they are charming as the Warrens. They are. So. Um, What's his name? I don't remember. Ah, I don't remember his name either. Zed something? No. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um, Patrick. Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Perfect. Patrick Wilson and I'm going to ruin her name. Vera Farmigia? Sure. She's the sister They are to... fantastic in the roles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are amazing. Um, so I did... Cloverfield. Okay. I did want to put The Cabin in the Woods as my seat. The only reason I didn't is because I do think it relies on not making fun of, but pointing out horror tropes. It relies on the entire what's already been done. Yeah. So it, it it's something different and new and new, but it's based on the horror tropes that have built up over time. Exactly. And I don't feel like without I think it's that, a wonderful evolution of horror. Yeah. I just, I could see other movies. Yeah. And I chose Cloverfield because Cloverfield, for me, is a really, like, there's moments that are very human in it. Mm-hmm. But there's also some really tense and scary moments. Right. Where you're actually hoping... And like, like these people might die right now. Yes, in the movie, and I think that really helped it. I know a lot of people don't like it because it's done in that Blair Witch shaky cam. Sure, and that's kind of hard on some people, especially people who get uh, motion sickness. I had heard though that that film kind of gave shaky cam movies and films like it kind of kind of a little bit because a lot of people were they were just kind of like oh this was done better than some of the other yeah i definitely think it is done better than some of the other ones and then i think it kind of helped reintroduce godzilla yeah those types of movies because it did do well yeah i think people really wanted to see like a godzilla movie Again, after that. Cloverfield kind of helps with that. Yeah. So, that's why I chose it as uh, my C. For my D, I chose Dead Silence. Dead Silence. That is a good movie. Another great James Wan film. Super, super, like, just skin-crawlingly creepy. Yes. moments. Yeah. Mary Shaw is, like, really... Yes, that Kind of disturbing... The actress is great. And she's role. amazing. And she was in Nosferatu, mm-hmm. the first season yeah. uh, on AMC. AMC, yeah. And the second season's coming out soon. I'm really excited. But Dead Silence, it has such a creepy story to it. And yeah. I mean, again, the doll thing. They used the dolls, in my opinion, very smart and interesting it was mostly just them kind of moving their heads and things of that nature no like chucky running yeah at you um the clown 
No, clown. I just remember watching it with my friend and she freaked out and she was like, no, clown. (laughs) And I just remember like laughing so hard because it was like, yeah, no. And you're like, yeah, no, clown. Get away. Yeah, no. Really creepy. Come closer. No, thank you. Nope. I'm noping the fuck out. (laughs) Um. I did the Dawn of the Dead remake, the 2004 film. I I saw that in theaters three times. Did you? Yes. Uh, It's really good. It for me, it's it changes um, what I think up till then a zombie movie was about. Yes. I think it played more on the characters, gave them a little bit more life, gave like this the location more life. Yes, that they would. Yes, instead of the original, where it was more about how consumerism, yeah, was turning us to zombies. Yeah, where this one is just more of like we're gonna have a fun zombie film. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think it inspired a lot of a lot of the zombie genre that we have today. I think Twenty Eight Days Later did the fast zombies first. Yeah, but. And and not saying that 28 Days Later didn't have a human story, but the this was like the Hollywood zombie action movie. Yeah. But it had scary parts. It did. And it had like really the opening, for me, the opening credits, and it has... Johnny Cash yeah doing the intro I don't know what the name of that song is he does and it's but it's more like he's talking and mm-hmm. he's and at the end he quotes scripture oh yeah you know that a man sat on I forget how it goes but sat on a pale horse and death followed yeah something you know? like that yeah. yeah and and then that's just the fucking and and the opening before the credits yeah was really scary too where where the little girl comes into their house. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, like, before the credits even start rolling. Yeah, because they do, like, a uh, cold open. They do. Yeah. She's at the hospital when it starts, and the lady comes in, and she's like, yeah, I'm good and done. The scene that really got me was the um, the preg- the birthing yeah. scene where she... It, watching it the first time, it's scary, and maybe watching it watching it after maybe now when the effects aren't as crisp yeah (laughs) as we considered back then it probably looks a little cheesy but you at the time you know like that's creepy yeah i mean i was like what 14 2004 yeah i was 16 about about 14 15 that that was really creepy for me back then yeah just you know, like a zombie baby. Just you just gotta kill the baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's not okay. Yeah. And like, no. no, I love it. And it's like, oh God, okay. Yeah, whatever. You do you, honey. You do you. So moving on for E, I chose the Evil Dead remake. Okay. Because I will admit I'm not the biggest fan of the original yeah. Raimi films. Because you're not as big of a fan as that. As I am as of for like that like horror comedy yeah. slapstick, you know, I don't mind camp. Yeah, but I really liked this version because it 
for me, it feels like it's pretty much the same story, mm-hmm. but just with stakes. With it, I mean, I'm not saying in the original, it doesn't feel like that there aren't stakes. There's definitely a heaviness yeah. to the remake. Yeah. A little bit more fear. And I feel like the Deadites, though, were very in tune with the original. Yeah, no, they they definitely had that same feeling of where I don't even know how to explain it. It's a, it's the Sam Raimi. Yeah, like it's demon-y just the type way, of character. Yeah. They do the same thing in Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. The witch or whatever and that she looks crazy. Crazy just like the deadites do. Yeah. In the Evil Dead, it's just how he does them. You would see those and you're like, "Oh, this is a Sam Raimi." Yeah. Film. I also like that there's kind of a twist at the end. Yeah. Because you think it's following one character and then all of a sudden you realize it's been about this Mm -hmm. other character the whole time. Yeah. And they share, all the characters share pretty equal amounts of screen time. Yeah. In my opinion. So when you realize, oh, it's this person... You would think that you would have realized, but they do it so well that, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it, no. when it happens, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you know? And I really liked the end. Yeah, I, I did really like it. I liked yeah. that it was kind of... The blood. Just yeah. That. Oh, there's so much blood. Oh, I loved it. I was like, mm-hmm. it was just red. Yeah. The entire, just all red everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know anyone else who's done that. Not a lot of films In a do good like way, just yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I did Evil Dead Two. Okay. Which, for anyone that's not watched any Evil Dead movies, this is not a sequel to the one that you put as yours. Yeah, this I is did the, the original. Remake. So yeah, yours sequel. is the original. Which is really just like a rehashing of the first movie. It's kind of a reboot, like yeah. a soft reboot. Because it, it, I think they just wanted to do more. Well, yeah, it. when he originally did it, he intended for it to... His vision for it was bigger, I believe. Yeah. And so when he got the ability to do the second one, yeah, I think they just kind of decided to say, hey, we're going to... We're just going to soft redo reboot it. and show you what I really had in mind. Yeah. And there, there's just things that they do in the second one that I think they did better. Yeah. Than in the first one. Yeah. Um, they have like the scene where he's going crazy mm-hmm. in the cabin and the deer on the wall starts laughing at him. Yeah. And stuff around the room starts laughing and talking to him. Yeah. And yeah. Even I, though there's like a silliness to it. It's still, like, unhinging. Yeah. You get really, like, ooh, this yeah. is weird. It's You can tell, like, with the original Evil Dead that it was definitely low budget. Yeah. With this one, you could tell, yes, it's the same story pretty much. I mean, there's some differences. But with a better budget. Yeah. It looks better. It does look better. So. So. Uh, for F, I chose Freddy versus Jason. And so did I. <laughs> I don't know if it's just because there's not a lot of F horror films. I don't I remember. Don't but when I, I mean, for me, I was just like, yeah, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people would say it's the scariest film no, in the world. And definitely but not man, the scariest of either films. It's really exciting to get to see 
Freddy and Jason fight each other in one movie fighting each other exactly because you know that was a huge debate all the time they're like who would be yeah ever since like the late 80s they've had this idea yeah of having jason versus freddy and so to finally have it happen i mean i think i even knew of it before the film was coming out but yeah oh i would have because i would have seen jason goes to hell and at the end of that freddy reaches his hand out yeah. And grabs the mask and pulls it down. Which was actually Kane Hodder, I believe. It was whoever played Jason also did the arm of Freddy. Oh, So okay. technically they were credited yeah. as Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, but so that movie, it's more... Honestly, I thought Freddy looked creepier in the opening credits because he doesn't look the same. Mm. They, I think they do some CGI or something in the beginning. Yeah. And then just his usual look. But no, I really, I thought it was just fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, I would be down to see Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yeah. That you know, would be from awesome. From the comics. That, I thought they were really cool. I haven't. I haven't read them all, but I had read a couple. Yeah, I so, I don't know if Bruce Campbell would be up for it, but I think he I'd would pay to still, see that. Yeah, I think he would still be great in it. So for G, I chose Ginger Snaps. Okay, I haven't seen Ginger Snaps. It's a good werewolf movie. Okay, and it's just about two teenagers and. They're both sisters who one of them got her period. Okay. And that also happens to be when she was attacked by a wolf. Gotcha. <laughs> so That's a really rough time in her life. I know, him. right? Fucking <laughs> goes on her period and also gets attacked by a wolf because it can smell the blood on her. Oh. Yay. Yay. So yeah. And it's it's really good. It is very much a teen angsty type film. Okay. But I think it's... I think they did it like a teen horror film very well. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. What about you? Um, I did Ghost Ship because I couldn't really think of any other G Ghostbusters. Oh, man. I should have done Ghostbusters. I mean, you still do Ghostbusters. Skip... Skip Ghost Ship, then. Okay. We'll do that as a uh, honorable mention, then. Okay. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Well, and also, I think the only thing to Ghost Ship that has anything creepy going for it is the opening. Yeah, where everyone, the, like, oh, cable just, like, cuts everyone in half. Yeah. It goes right above the little girl's head, and she just watches. Everybody die. Everyone die. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty creepy. I just... I don't know if I can believe that literally everybody was up there and that literally... You're telling me there were no... uh, There were other kids. How did they not get cut? It's weird. Drama. Drama. Excitement. Yeah. Action. TNT. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. No one's going to get that. I know, right? (laughs) Sorry, we're old. (laughs) Uh, Uh, So, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Let's be honest, the first one's a little creepier than the second one. Creepy, yes, but I enjoy the second one way more. I like the second one. I like them both. They're both great. So just both. Just Ghostbusters. (laughs) Can't wait for the new one to come out whenever that's going to come out. If that ever comes out. We'll see. So for H, uh, a movie you really hated, 
so I chose Hereditary. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like that movie. I just really enjoyed it. The tension. I'm not going to say there's not good creepy moments or scary moments in it. There are. Yes. I just don't like it. Yeah. You didn't like the more real aspects of the story. I just... I We can get to into it on a different episode more, but <laughs> I just... I don't really like how they told the story between the mom and the son. I thought it was very unrealistic. That she would be upset. Yeah. Really? I mean, it just... The way that it's played out... But we so... saw how she didn't respect him in the first place. It was when very. She was like, "Take your daughter or take your sister to." We'll see, and then that's the thing. Spoilers for Hereditary. Yeah. But she's like, "You have to take your your sister with you because he wants to go to a party, and so he, wants he can to party. have you know he can have some drinks and hang out with his friends, yeah. and maybe smoke some weed or something." Yeah. But. Mom's like, I know that's what you want to do, so I'm gonna ruin your night and tell you you have to take your sister and ruin your night. It did, yeah. And so <laughs> he does, as like, and of course he's not. You know, he's like, well, I'm enough. of course I'm gonna go, and she's like, well, fine then. And then bad stuff happens, and his sister. But I've seen families like this. I mean, it could. This could be a, to- a situation that totally happened. Yeah. It just doesn't feel... Real. Like... It doesn't feel like a story that needs to be... Told? Told, at least not in that way. It's okay. also very soap opera-y. It's especially very how dramatic they, at Yeah, times. like, especially how they act towards each other is, like, heightened. Yeah. To a whole different level of drama. Sure. Than I think it would ever be. Yeah. I think people figure themselves I out. I think a it bit is more. a lens that I can't I mean I think you can see through it. It's just not a lens you would like to look through. Yeah. Whereas I really enjoyed it for all those aspects. Yeah. The drama that well, you know, because like the situation, what happened, how it played out, the aftermath of that. I could see it being a pressure cooker. Yeah. They weren't a strong family to begin with. She just lost her mother and is learning things along the way as well. And then having these moments that don't feel real. Sure, yeah. You know, it feels like a fever dream. And... You know, when you kind of learn what it means, the title and, and, and everything, you're like, oh. And for me, I was like, that's great. But maybe for you, you're like, no. Well, I just... The other thing for me is that they play it through the movie. Like, she is losing her mind. Yes. Like, her mother. And she's going and getting therapy. and Or, you know, going sure. to these meetings and stuff. And she's trying to get through this and the son's like oh maybe i'm like her i think no 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 i kind of got that later well later on i think he thinks he's starting to lose her mind or his mind but it was due to the ritual yeah it wasn't that he but that's the thing like they played most of this movie 
like at least half of it out as like this is all in their head you know this is because of their family line sure they've inherited this hereditary and then they're like boom witches but that's yeah i think that's so i feel like it like takes away from their struggles as a family and it's like oh well none of that mattered because well i don't in think the this end, is a movie it was all you were all part of this ritual anyway so why does your struggles even matter no i think it does matter i mean even in the long run why wouldn't it they're all dead now, spoiler but that doesn't that doesn't mean horror doesn't have to have an ending of but i just feel like the story uh-huh. that's what they were trying to tell or most of the way through that's the story i was following was this story about a disconnected family but that can it can be that and then it was a disconnected as family well as that are dead <laughs> well now disconnected from life right now it's not really a tale of, hey, you should have realized that this is all a ritual. I think it is a metaphorical, completely yeah. metaphorical thing. Yeah. It's not a, uh, hey, this is a moral story. Yeah. It's just like, this is a shitty thing that happened. Yeah. Because of this. So. So moving on, we spent a lot of time on her hereditary. Did you? Ju- um, your age. I did the haunting. I love that movie. I really like it. It's fun, but there's some really um, creepy moments. Creepy and like visceral moments. Yes. Um, it's got Owen Wilson in it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I think it, there's like a part where like a giant pendulum pendulum comes and so it's like decapitates the, him. Yeah, it's like the the uh, oh it's fireplace. Like a, yeah, uh, the chute. The, yeah, whatever that's called. There's like a lever that would open it. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. And yeah, it, it, because this is such a big. I mean, he's standing in the fireplace. Yeah, like like. In just the hearth part. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, it just comes down and it takes his fucking head off. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I get if people read the book because I read it and then watch it expecting it to be the book. But it literally follows pretty much almost to a T just except for everything happening in the book. It's mostly all in her head oh okay because we're just seeing it from her perspective see and i've never read the book and but in this film it's actually happening okay and so you know uh read the book it is different it's not it's not the same as the 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 original it's it's gonna be yeah maybe more of a modern hollywood interpretation but i really liked it Catherine zeta jones it's got um Taking guy. Oh, Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson. Yep. Liam Neeson. I've got I've got some skills. Yes. So for I, I chose It Part One. Me too. I like It Part Two, but I think It Part One is a lot scarier. Yeah. 
And this is the remake, not the television. Yeah, but the 2017 yeah. remake. And it was just so good. The The kids, the actors, they were fantastic. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the kid who uh, played Eddie, he wrote most of the jokes for Wolf. Yeah, uh, who played Richie. Yeah, who played Richie and... When I found that out, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because I, I felt like Eddie was actually, had the better comebacks. Yeah. Than Richie necessarily did. But those those kids were really great in all their roles. Yes, all of them were good. Yeah. And uh, Bill Skarsgård as, as Pennywise. Pennywise. Really creepy, really. I think but it was also, a combination of the makeup and the physical yeah. parts that he could Well, like... Do like his smile yes he can he does that he can smile make his mouth his like his lip, lip like droop down like that when he smiles yeah. and he can actually make his eyes drift yes off all creepy like that yeah and so that really really added to the character those different things he could do it's just crazy what some actors yeah can pull out of their ass so for Jay, I chose Jeepers Creepers. And so did I. Uh, just a really fun movie. There's creepy parts. Yeah. And I just don't think people expected it to be what it was. No, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I think it has, like, a, a big cult following, too, these days. Yeah. I think the ending is probably the scare. The very, I mean, the last yeah. few seconds. Yeah. Where... Where you see he, his... He's like... Yeah, does, isn't his face stretched out? Like, his... I think, like, all his skin is stretched yeah. out, but it's in different parts. They've yeah. cut... Spoilers if you haven't seen this, like, decade-old movie. Yeah. But the one of the characters in it dies, and he gets skinned. hmm And you see, like, his face stretched across something, and you see his belly button, and he had, like... There was in the nineties, I think, or early two thousands, lots of dudes would get like a sun around their belly button. Mm. Like a sun pattern. Tattooed. Tattooed yeah. around their belly button. And okay. you just see that stretched yeah. over And that's creepy. Yeah. It was just creepy. Yeah. Uh for K I chose Krampus. I did too. Krampus uh, is such a good movie. It's really good. And I for me, I avoided it because again, I'm not big into like comedy yeah but But this wasn't that but you have to realize like the the trailers who it has in it this was before hereditary yeah so the actress got adam scott and it's got um on the other dad the bald one yeah Yeah. he's in so much stuff and it has the actress from hereditary but she was mostly known for like family friendly or or even like dramatic roles so it just looked more as like a tongue-in-cheek horror-esque christmas movie yeah and then when i finally watched it with you and i just loved all of the monsters and the you know the idea behind it all the story i think there's a lot more interesting than i realized yeah i really enjoy it because it's more of like there are like Christmas themed horror movies, yes. Black Christmas, Jack Frost, all these different yeah. type of wintery or Silent Christmassy night, Silent Night, Deadly Night. But this one was more 
like family Christmas mm-hmm. movie. It like was National like, Lampoon. Yeah, or, Christmas Vacation mixed with The Thing almost. That or like I get like Gremlins. Gremlins. But Gremlins is also like a Christmas it is. movie. But like, yeah, like the thing, how it's like in the house or it's outside. Yeah. They're trapped in a place. But yeah, it's like, it's about family and it's, it's more about that than yeah. anything. But there's like a terrifying thing happening. Yeah. Around that. I really enjoyed it more than I realized yeah. I would. For L, I chose The Lost Boys. Which is a really good movie. It is. It's been a while since I've seen it. It's been a while since I've seen it, but yeah. yeah. It's got the quarries. Yep. It's it's the epitomous eighties vampire teen vampire. Film. Yeah. But there were moments in it that creeped me out. Uh there was the scene where they basically drown a vampire in holy water. Yeah. But it wasn't originally holy water, I think. It was like they had to bless it first, and then it had an effect. I don't quite remember. Yeah. It's been a minute. But that, for some reason, that scene really gets me. And then the scene where they're eating Chinese, and it's like worms, and he's having like a hallucination almost. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I really like that movie. It's just epitomous 80s. Vampire movie. Vampire. Yeah. Yeah. I did um, Legion. Yeah, okay. Which is not really a big popular movie. I don't think a lot of people would consider it horror, but it it, it has a lot of horror elements. I just, there's some super creepy moments in it, like how the angels possess people. Yes. In the town, like there's an ice cream man and he's got like spider arms that like wrap around the top of the ice cream truck as he like gets out. And then Mm -hmm. there's some weird scenes in the diner. I, they're either like in a diner or a gas it's like station, a truck stop or, diner. Yeah. yeah, and then there's like a part where they're trying to get the angels are trying to get these people out. Yeah, of the diner, and it's being protected by Michael, the archangel. I, think. I believe so. Or or I think he's played by um, Paul uh, Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're trying to get him out, and one of the people gets like captured and put up on like a cross. Mm-hmm. outside and he's like blistering and mm-hmm. they can't go out there because they'll die too if they try to save him so they yeah. basically just have to watch him okay. die Ugh. on this cross right which is you know it's got a lot of religious like i mean yeah that's because it's that's what it's, about. what it's about yeah but it, it for me it was really creepy okay yeah, yeah. no i i would be fine with you choosing i mean i don't i i bet a lot of people would be like that's not that's like an action movie if you want a fun-ish action movie with some weird cgi and some interesting stuff watch legion if you haven't seen it (laughs) right if you like vision from the marvel movies you're gonna you're gonna like this you're gonna like the way he looks (laughs) um for him i chose misery Okay, yeah, I love that movie. It's really good. Kathy Bates fucking kills it. Kathy so. Bates is great in that role. She's great in everything. Yeah. In my opinion. She's a really great actress. But yes. Um, I did The Mummy. The Brendan Fraser Mummy. Not the old mummies. 
like the Universal Monster Mummies, even though yeah. this is also, I think, Universal Monster Mummies. It is. Um, and not the new mummy with Tom Cruise. Right. The, that was this boring. This is the 1999. Yeah. 2000. But it's got some fun. It's, again, it's comedy horror-ish. Action. Yeah, yeah, action. Um, definitely you're probably seeing like a trend of my style of <laughs> horrors. But a little it, bit more over the top. There are creepy parts. There are, like, when he's sucking the life out of people and he's got, like, part of his face. It's yes. not totally there. And When, the, when they open a, a sarcophagus and a mummy yeah. falls out, you know. Uh, or when there is a moment where, like, a mummy pops up and screams. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, fine, jump scares. But still, that's creepy. The idea of but then like the the woman that's trying to bring back the mummy, they like make out, but he's like that's the second one. Oh, is that the second one? Mm-hmm. Oh, because she's not in. Yeah, she's not in the first one. No, he just, never mind. Yeah, then. scratch that. The second one's got some creepy moments in it too. It does. They got, they like, do carry it through. You got like some like like forest pygmy indigenous. Yes zombies that are really creepy and which i think like, is also in the second one that's what i was saying yeah yeah that's in the second one. Oh, okay that's one's got some that one's got some creepy stuff in it yeah. too so i like those yeah for in i chose a nightmare on elm street three dream warriors oh, okay i love that movie i really it's like just... it too i also love doken did yeah Dokken. For, yeah Dokken. yeah uh dream warriors don't wanna dream no more. Yeah, no, I fucking love it. Uh, and I feel like this is the film that made Freddy a household name. Yeah, I know the original did. Don't get me wrong. And he's got those lines in that in Dream Warriors that are really, really, really good. Yeah, and just they're, iconic. They're iconic. They're a little comedic, but it's bittersweet because yeah. even though you know, welcome to prime time. Yeah. But then she's smashed into the TV. And she dies. And she's dead. You know, her dreams of actually being on primetime are now dead. At least that's how it felt when I was a kid. Now... What does he say when he's got the syringe finger? He's like, let's get high. Yeah. And that's like... I mean, that's a really traumatic... Yeah. You know, it's because she's a, an addict. I don't know if it's heroin, but I mean, she inje- she it was injections. Yeah, it was. And, you know, and then she's dead and she had fought to be clean. Yeah. You know, like I remember being a kid and seeing that and maybe now as a as an adult realizing these are not real people. It yeah. doesn't maybe hit the same. But I think we need to kind of remember the humanity. Yeah. In these, you know, yes, it's just a Freddy movie, but the kids and you know you get you get uh nancy tompkin or thompson back they had some very human stories yes so um that's what i chose i chose the original nightmare on elm street fantastic um i just just because it kind of set that whole series in motion i know he doesn't have like as much of his character totally fleshed out sure in the first film but there's a lot of scenes that I think are iconic, like him walking down the alleyway with his arms stretched out, yes. scraping the sides of the alleyway. And it looks absurd, but 
But nightmares are absurd. Yeah, and then like Johnny Depp's character getting sucked down into the bed, and it's like a the fountain of fountain blood. of blood yeah. into this room. And, and then the parent parents come in and there's just blood everywhere yeah and it's and like oh my god like how do you not look at that and be like what the fuck yeah you know what i mean and it's like, also really terrifying for nancy to see to see this in her dreams and then also in real life nobody believing her mm-hmm. or refusing to face even though she pulls a fucking hat yeah out of they they clearly put her in at the dream institute or wherever the fuck they went some yeah. university to have a dream test done or sleep test done yeah and obviously tucked her in and then no fucking hat and then all of a sudden she pulls the hat out and yeah. she's like it's freddy krueger's and yeah. her mom clearly knows who that is yeah the doctor probably knows who that is it seems like everybody in Springwood, other than the children, know who that is. But they just refuse. <laughs> they to, refuse to take part in it. And maybe that, and I feel like in Dream Warriors, it, it, they, and I mean, even in Freddy's Revenge, which I talk about on Behind the Screams. Yeah. Go check them out. They're amazing at Behind the Screams. Or Definitely I think it's at them. Screams Behind on Twitter. But we talk about Freddy's Revenge and it, it that one was like, it's definitely parents not trusting and listening to their children Yeah, in an age where things are changing Mm -hmm. and no longer the same. Yeah. So the way that they were raised, the parents, you know, it's like children should be seen, not heard. Yeah. Basically. Pretty much. And I think that's kind of what I was touching on Mm -hmm. as well as all these other things. And of course, what's more scary than or scarier than a man in your dreams that you can't ever get away from. Yeah. So for O, uh, this might be a controversial choice, uh, but I chose Only Lovers Left Alive. Okay. I haven't seen that one. It is a vampire film. It is kind of more of a love story with some drama, but it has Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton in Mm. the main roles. They're both vampires. And just in modern time... They were separated, and this is kind of like the story of them coming back together. Okay. But there's some definite definite creepy moments, and it does kind of like, oh, what would vampires do? Mm. You know what I mean? In modern time to survive. Yeah. It also has a pretty great soundtrack, in my opinion. Okay. So, yeah. Check it out if you've never seen it. And like I said, probably not the most scary, but it... It's definitely in that horror realm, in my opinion. Cool. I did um, The Orphanage. Okay. Um, we watched that. We watched that together. Yeah. It's kind of a, a different movie than I think people would... Yeah. It Well, it it's doing that kind of like folklore horror type aspect. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like um, stories told around the campfire yeah sort of thing um but yeah the the reason i put it on is because of how the ending plays out yes for the movie plays a lot into the rest of the story sure and i thought that was really good storytelling towards the end yeah because you're like oh you think it's about this one yeah you think it's this one thing 
you realize what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, it's kind of like a, oh, like a gut punch almost. And it's almost like the, the way for me, and I don't know if Guillermo del Toro had anything to do with this film, but it's very much in line with how he tells his stories. Yeah. And it's very much like a horror story told as a bedtime story. Yeah. You know, and it's got like that moral Mm -hmm. to the, you know, story. So definitely check that out if you guys have never seen it. It is a Spanish film, but the sub, I think we watched the dubbed and it was perfectly fine. Yeah. You can watch the dubbed one if you don't want to read subtitles. It works perfectly fine. But if you want subbed, I mean, both are perfectly fine. Yeah. So for P, I chose Paranormal Activity 3. Okay. I just, I think... That's the one that takes place... That takes place in the 80s. Okay. And you basically learn why the first and second film happened. Okay, yeah. The reason why I think the third film is better than the original and even the second one... The the original's good and Mm. it's creepy, but the third one introduced things like the the rotating camera which they didn't do everything was stationary yeah in the first two films the second film basically just rehashes the first film pretty much yeah there wasn't any new scares and in my opinion yeah it really didn't do anything too different I, i think the third one did different things at that time and then again you get more of the story yeah and it for me it made me interested i've seen all of them so yeah, me too <laughs> <laughs> you know it it intrigued me enough to keep going yeah so um i did the first paranormal activity it's scary yeah it's it and at the time it a lot of people that i knew thought that it was like a legit Thing that like somebody filmed this, this and made like it into like a film. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> snuff just... film because people die at the end of it, and well, I'm like, oh god. And then not only that, but the it wasn't a. As far as I remember, it wasn't a studio release. You had yeah. to do. I remember it was a lot of viral marketing, and it's like if you want this movie, talk to your movie theater. Yeah, you know, type of thing, and they really relied on that. They did, yeah. And I think people just didn't expect it. And, again, I think, because found footage, especially shaky cam, was mostly what it was. Yeah. This was like, we're going to take found footage, but get rid of what people hate. Yeah, they were just like, here's a stationary camera set up in a room. So I think that really helped it be different than the other shaky like cam Blair films. Witch and all the others. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And it obviously started something amazing yeah so or you know at least successful enough that they made six fucking sequels yeah (laughs) and i think they're rebooting it now yeah i think they were gonna do something else with it so for q i chose queen of the damned so did i i think it's mostly just because there's very limited amount in q and as we get further into this alphabet (laughs) it seems like there's not as many Choices. Choices for movies. Especially in the horror genre. Yeah. So I chose Queen of the Damned. It it does... It's supposed to take place after Interview with Vampire. But I think a lot of the issues was that, you know, for the list at... uh, Was it Tom Cruise, I believe, played him? 
and he wasn't coming back for the sequel. He yeah. was a little too old, I think, at that point. And then I just really loved Ashanti. She was in that role. She really killed it, I think, mm-hmm. and proved that she was the queen of the vampires. Yeah. The story could have been a little bit better. Could have been, but... But all in all, I think it was a fun film. And I really love the soundtrack, especially the tracks that were supposed to be, like, Lestat singing. That was actually... Uh, I know his name's Jonathan. I don't know his last name, but he's the lead singer of Korn. Jonathan Davis? I think that sounds about right. David. Something like that. Something like that. I thought his name was Jonathan. I was pretty sure. Pretty sure it is. But, yeah. The singer he, of Korn. Yeah. he. So he did Lestat's voice, and I really like the soundtrack to it. Yeah. Me too. For our... I chose Resident Evil 2 Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good one. I just really like it. It's a lot of fun. The first movie is really fun, too, but I think the second one is just more interesting. We get more characters. We get to see how the world is reacting. The Resident Evil movies, they're not really, like, following the games or anything. They're They're kind of their own. Inspired by the games. So mostly the first and second one, I think. Yeah. And then pretty much after that, it's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I did Resident Evil Afterlife. Yes, the and, fourth. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like it because of just the most ridiculous like two thousands post Matrix yes. style scenes they have in it, where like Chris Redfield and Claire Redfield are facing up against Albert Wesker. Yes, and he throws his his sunglasses at the camera and it slow mows the yes yeah, it's supposed to be sunglass- in 3d yeah the sunglasses towards you he he teleports or like moves really fast and like hits them both to the ground yeah. and grabs the sunglasses and puts it on and there's like guitar in the background it's like dun 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 <laughs> it had a lot of yeah it had like a very metal because there's a couple like a, of other scenes like i think she's i think this takes place in a prison i haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters, but I want to say it takes place in a prison, and they're, like, I want to say they're in, like, the showers, and they're fighting. It's not Pyramid Head, but it's, like, basically Pyramid Head. Yeah. (laughs) But I forget. I think they're called Titans or something like that. Yeah, they have something for Resident Evil. Yeah, I don't quite remember, but I remember. And then just major metal, just dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for S, I chose Saw 2. Okay, it's a really good one, too. I, I love the original Saw. I don't really like any of the other Saws. They're better if you can catch them all together. Yeah, if you, you know, if you can watch, watch them one them. after the other and no cable, you know, like no commercials. Yeah. Then I think you can have a decent time. But I really like the second one because the first one throws you for a loop. So you're like, how can they do... How can they do it better? And they do. Yeah. I was really surprised by the ending. I did not see it. Maybe a lot of people did. I did not. I I thought the second one was really good at upping the ante. Yes. On the whole storyline. And I thought it helped not only build on the Saw mythology, but also just kind of showing how it's going to expand. And it does do that in the later films. Yes, it does. So... Um, I chose Saw, the first one. Okay. Um, 
just because I absolutely love that series. Me it's and, really... Me and my mom, we would go every Halloween to go see the new Saw movies because their whole thing was, it's October, it has to be Saw. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> something like that. So, yeah, every every October they would come out with a new Saw movie. Yes. And they, for we just absolutely love that series. They did. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Pretty it's much. not so much like horror in like it is horror it is it's just but it's like it's just very it's interesting visceral. yeah it's very visceral. i love the creativity of it and then there's like a detective type story and i really it. connect to those kinds of stories i really love like i Detective an investigative yeah. story, and that's what they kind of try to do. And even from the beginning, that's what it's like. Yeah, because you get Donald Glover. Yeah, who is the police officer? Well, at the time, he's either retired or has been let go from the force. I don't remember something like that. Yeah. So yeah, um, but I would say that if not for Saw, Shaun of the Dead would be my top pick for S. Okay, I really love that. That's movie. one that I think every like a lot of people like. I personally didn't watch it because again, it's that comedy horror thing that yeah. I'm just not interested in. Yeah. If I'm watching a horror movie, I want it to be at least somewhat scary or somewhat like there's and I real consequences. I don't think there's really much scary. Yeah. About Shaun of the Dead, like there's some kind of like oh moment. It's kind of cabin in the yeah. woods where. It, relies a little too much on the trope. Yeah, it makes fun of like 28 days later and right. Dawn of the Dead and stuff, you know, they're stuck inside a bar and yeah. and they got to fight off yeah, the zombies. So Exactly. For tea, I chose Trick or Treat. So did I. I really like that movie. I so this is the the creator and director who made who I don't know if he wrote the script, but he directed Krampus. Yeah. And did created all the same monsters or not the same monsters but you can tell they're similar styles yeah uh trick-or-treat is an anthology halloween film i think it's other than like the movie halloween i think it's the most halloween horror movie ever definitely because it's very much not just about being scary, but about the traditions yeah. of Halloween. Yeah. And what it used to be about and what it should be about and just having fun with it. Yeah. And all, all the stories at the end you find out are connected. Are connected. Yeah. And, and it's just this little town that you're basically looking at for one night. Yeah. And they all kind of wrap around and they all have their own interesting takes. And I, I think all the actors and characters are really good mm -hmm. Me they too. make you even though like some are only around for a very short while there's a point to them yeah you know so for you i chose upgrade oh yeah i yeah. i didn't think of that as a horror a horror film, film. Exactly. it's definitely more action -esque, yeah but it was so intense yeah there were some really intense moments in there that. it's a very bloody again that word visceral it did things that i didn't realize it was going to do yeah and i think if you really think about it it is a scary story that this guy who no longer has control really i mean he has control yeah but ultimately and then once you realize the end yeah you know exactly. it's like oh fuck that's yeah. scary yeah it's 
there is a lot of scary stuff in that. I you could, and we're kind of almost going in that direction. Yeah, in, in technology. Yeah, because it talks a lot about like bio enhancements. Yeah, and, body uh, mod, body modification, and having that technology on you at all the time, at all times. Yeah, and instead of it being like Elite of Battle Angel, where that's like super in the future. Yeah, this is more like probably within the next decade. Yeah. So, what about you? Um, I chose Underworld. You can't go wrong. Vampires, werewolves. Like, what's the problem? The Matrix. Yeah, exactly. So it is, it's Matrix. just Matrix meets the Universal, Universal Horror yeah. yeah, horror story. Horror <laughs> monsters. I can't talk. But yeah, I I I just I enjoy really those enjoy movies. The, you know, the crazy thing is, I've seen all of them. Did we watch Blood Wars? We did. Okay. I don't remember much of it. Though. I know. So apparently it, was, it wasn't that good. It wasn't amazing. But I really liked the first two. Yeah, me too. But I never saw the third one. To this day, I oh, haven't really? seen it. But I know it basically kind of tells the story from the first film. Kind of, yeah. And you know, I didn't realize that the guy who plays, like, the... I don't want to say the main werewolf, but the werewolf that is going after the human okay that selena gets i forget his name i think it's scott speedman is the actor but gets him but that actor is the same actor in like um good omens and tron legacy oh michael something sheen yeah, Michael Sheen. Like yeah, that. yeah. Um, I didn't realize that was him until just now. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Fun facts. I like him. He's a wonderful yeah, no, actor. Yeah, no, he is a really good actor. And Kate Beckinsale, in my he opinion, a... she kicked ass. Yeah, she was very good. And of course, in Van Helsing. Yeah. So, uh, so V, I chose VHS. VHS. Yeah, those were really good. Those we... are like a horror anthology with like a wraparound story of finding these vhs tapes that have like creepy shit on them yeah and they're almost like cursed videos or something yeah that people are finding that's kind of that wraparound yeah and it they continue the story i think they even we haven't seen the third one the bible we haven't. but we've seen the first two and i do like the second one and a lot of people would say the second one's better than the first but i thought personally there were more interesting stories in the first one yeah i i took you know it's hard for me to remember which ones are which but man there were some really good stories in there there was like this weird angel creature thing oh they had the in, satan <laughs> baby basically yeah it, that's in the second one yeah and then there was the the haunt or the house that they were doing an exorcism in. Yes, and, and they was, save the girl. Yeah, but they like, thought it was like a... shit. The house starts, like, warping. Yeah, and changing. Hands start coming out and stuff. Yeah, that was, that was I don't remember if that's the first or the second one. I want to say it's the and first one. And then there was, like, one. that one story where the friends went out into the woods. Yes, and she, like, lured her friends out into yeah. the woods so that she could get the killer who killed her family yeah it's a little weird the acting is a little meh at points yeah so i would say the acting the second one's better yeah but i really just enjoyed it yeah i think it's just a lot of small enjoyable stories yes. that are horror if you like 
something that's a little bit quicker paced. Yeah. I know than in the first story. one, uh, it's the stir- story of the succubus. Yeah. And the guy's wearing, like, I really, because, so the thing about VHS was, like, the fact that these directors could kind of do it however they wanted. So they used, like, GoPros, mm-hmm. and they used, like, the surveillance kind of camera in the... Oh, like the Google Glass. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But it wasn't, it was just, like, just, a, yeah. yeah. And um, I just thought that was, I, I think the first one they did it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Whereas in the second one, they realized they kind of had something on their hands, and they decided to go, like, a more traditional route. Yeah. So... What about you? Um, I did Van Helsing, coming back to... <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, vampires, werewolves. Frankenstein, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's ev- every universal horror monster you could think of wrapped up into this one movie. Yeah. It's got Hugh Jackman in it. Yep. And I can't think of the actor who does Dracula, but I really liked his take on yeah. it. Yeah. And I loved the brides. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought they did a fantastic job. Yeah, I I just thought like it was a really fun movie. And it's just All, fun. Yeah. yeah, like that one's probably the least scary. Yeah, that we maybe have probably talked about. Yeah, it's not really but super scary at all. It's just a fun. Monster it's just really flick. fun. Yeah. yeah. So for W, I chose Warlock. Okay, and I. I haven't seen those movies, but you've yeah. talked about them. Yes. I so I've seen the second one. I have not seen the third one. The second one sucks, but I enjoy it. And <laughs> it's got so th- the movie is about Julian Sands, who is a warlock in the original and English witch hunter from the sixteen hundreds. Okay. Follows Julian Sands, uh, the warlock, into the future. Okay. To stop him. And shenanigans. And shenanigans. (laughs) But I really liked it because it kind of does that old school, you know, uses like old school, uh, like old wives tales type of like, you know, they always said like you should, uh, if your broom falls over, it means company's coming. Stuff like that. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And it was very that, even though the, the warlock actually has like super powers you know yeah uh but it's just fun and i think the i think the main actors really make it enjoyable okay yeah yeah something i definitely should check out yeah um i did wes craven's new nightmare okay if you can count that because of i'm gonna accept it yes i'm biased but and i love I love the Nightmare on Elm Street series, all of them, yeah. even the new Nightmare. I think New Nightmare is one of the best ones. It went a very meta route. Nobody yeah. else had been doing that at the time. And, you know, it, it, I don't want to say it reinvented Freddy, but it took the Freddy concept yeah. and, and just changed it. And then it made it scary again. Yeah. I just, I really enjoyed, I mean, Enjoyed is a wide phrase. Sure. But it it was scary at moments because of, like, at the beginning, there's, like, a robotic hand that comes yes. after them. And then I think to this day why I still tuck in my 
my blanket under my feet yeah. when I go to bed is because he comes up underneath the covers to yes. get the kid and he puts his his T-Rex There's like a down. tunnel that yeah. is there from the dream world that can get him and and so he puts his puts Rex, Rex down there. His little T-Rex stuffed and animal gets, and protects him. Yeah, he protects him. They, he said that I want to say he tells uh, I forget her name Nancy, I guess, but that's the character's name. But she, basically, she she's like, "What happened?" He's like, "They were fighting last night, and he's got like claw marks." Yeah, and they they do some repairs, you know. And I guess the actor, the kid, has either the sewn one or the original. Oh, really? That's cool. And then Wes Craven had the other one. Oh, okay. So either he one of them. So the kid had one of them. I want to say he had the sewn. Okay. And then Wes Craven kept the original, but I okay. don't remember. But yeah, it's those... in the Never Sleep Again oh, okay. documentary. But yeah, I really I'm gonna accept it, even though it's Wes Craven's new nightmare. Yeah. Why not? So for X, this is I have not seen this film. But there's not a whole lot of X really titles. Isn't. Yeah. Uh there was the X Files films. Yeah, but I just, to be fair, I don't think I actually actually sat through either one of them all the way. Yeah. So I didn't want to put that. Yeah. I chose XX, which came out in 2017. Okay. The reason why I'm choosing it, even though I haven't seen it, is because it is one that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. To watching. I just haven't been able to watch it on anything. And it's once I find a way to watch it, I will. And also, I'm down to hear more stories from female storytellers. And yeah. Female directors and... Because that's the whole thing about it. It is. That's why it's XX is because yeah. the X chromosome. Yeah. Know? And and so that's that's why I, I chose it. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Uh, I don't have anything from my X or my Y. Okay. I just really couldn't figure out anything. Yeah. I guess for why, I guess we'll switch it up and I'll go first. Okay. But maybe Young Frankenstein. I was just about that's, to say Young Frankenstein. If you want to count that, it's very you, you know, campy horror. It's, yeah. Like it's, that's, it's just taking the Frankenstein story and making it a comedy. Yeah. But... I'll take it. Yeah. You know, I mean, who's to say what... Again, it falls in the horror genre, in my opinion. Scott? It's really funny. It is. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my... uh, That actor, uh, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, yeah. Yeah. Gene Wilder. And he... I really like... I I think he's funny. Yeah. I think he's just brilliant and hilarious. Terry Garr, Mel Brooks. You know, he directed it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So I guess that would be my why. If okay. What's your why? My why is your next. Okay. And I do want to watch that one. And we should watch it. It's yeah. good. It's been a minute. I caught it once it went on to Netflix, which was a while ago. A lot of people were talking about how good it was. Okay. It is. It. You think it's one thing because at the time, a lot of these, uh, you know, like, big family dinners or big, like, big groups of people coming together and then something terrible happens in the house. Would you rather, 
um, what was, I mean, there were just a couple at the time, and this came out right around that. Mm. And this flipped it on its head. And I really liked that. Okay. You know, and The Invitation, you know, all those films. Sure. And this just, and I think The Invitation is different from, I mean, Would You Rather is totally different. It's just, there were these films about groups of people coming together under one house and something terrible happening. Okay. So, uh, that's why, but it's really good. Uh, I wouldn't say it's necessarily scary, but it. At the end, it is a punch in the gut a little bit. Okay. So. For Z, I chose Zombieland. And so did I. Again, to wrap up the list. not a whole lot of choices. Yeah. But. There's like zombie. One, yeah. two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. Zombie zone. There's so many zombie movies, but. Z for zombie. Z. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, Zombieland. Zombieland, it's. It's funny. It's silly. It took all the zombie tropes and was like, you know, Left for Dead, all those things, and like, rule was a movie. Yeah, I did like the rules. Yeah, Uh, I haven't seen Double Tap, but I haven't heard great things. I haven't heard anything, which is usually not good. Yeah, which is always a little worrying. That's why I chose the original. I haven't seen the second. I haven't. You know, but the first one, I had a lot of, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. So, well, I hope that gets you to know us a little bit. I hope that you get an idea of who we are as hosts. Yeah. Listening to that list, listening to us talk about it. We would love to know what you guys think. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can Twitter. hit us up on Twitter at DWB Podcast. That's Demons, Witches, Bitches podcast on Twitter. We will be creating some other forms of content here soon. And we would really love to hear any criticisms, especially constructive. And so, if there's any topics you guys want to hear about, like please. horror star style, we, we really want to go into like... This is a horror pop culture yeah. podcast. So to... To wrap up the episode, we will be doing what we call horror movie trivia. Trivia. <laughs> this is just my horror edition of Trivial Pursuit. So I'm just gonna every episode I'm just gonna read a question off, and we want you guys to let us know what the answer is. You can tweet us. You can leave us a comment here on Anchor. Yeah, where we are located. Um, so yeah, here's the question. Nancy Thompson survives in A Nightmare on Elm Street to appear in what sequel in the series? Mm, I know this one. Yes, and you all should too if you paid attention and heard, listened to this episode. So we will be telling you who the answer, what the answer is next time when you tune in. Thank you and have a wonderful evening. Demons, Witches, and Bitches, the podcast is independently produced and created by yours truly, Witchy Boy Pop, and edited by co-host Josh Williams. 
The intro and outro music was Demons, Witches, and Bitches by Aja, at Aja Queen on Twitter. The song can be found on all music platforms. You can find more content by following us at Twitter, at DWB Podcast. That's Demon Witches Bitches Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, boils and ghouls. Until next time, have terrifying nightmares. <laughs>